0: All right, we're rolling. So what's up, guys, gals, and everyone in between? Um, there's no music, no cigar tonight. Um, wanted to start doing something different uh, with this channel. Uh, something. I mean, I'm just, I'm gonna do at least. I hope if I remember uh, once a week on Sunday night, post a, uh, Bible study video and podcast. Just something I felt moved to do. Um, talk a lot about, you know, God and Christ and, uh, faith and my podcasts and videos. Um, and someday, um, I hope to stop using um as much. Now, someday I want to uh, be like a hospital chaplain, actually. Something I haven't really talked about much publicly, but uh, I did uh, some Bible courses online a few years ago, and it was uh, through the company that uh, produces... The daily bread okay, I don't, some of you may be familiar with that, some of you may not be, but it's a it's a, a little booklet you can usually you can find them in churches for free, or you can even go you can google search it and you can get it delivered to your home uh free of charge every i think they're they're quarterly every three months if you don't know what quarterly means uh, and they always have a, a little story or a little maybe it's a testimony if you will and anyhow uh, the company that did that used to offer free online bible classes i have a little flashlight here to give me some extra light um uh, Anyways, they were offering free online Bible courses. I took uh, three of them. Got a certificate for studying uh, three books of the Bible. And to be honest with you, it's been so long ago. I don't even remember what the three books I'm certified are. Certified in I know Lament, Lament Lamentations is one of them. But... For my first study, uh, I got out my old, my living Bible. Those of you on the podcast can see this. Um, me and this Bible have been through some some wars together, man, some spiritual wars. Um, in fact, the, the section, the page I'm about to read from tonight is about to fall out. I'm going to have to tape up some more. There's some tape over here holding it like right down the middle it's kind of broken because I've read this Bible and we've been through so much together um but if I can hold the, the pages don't fall out I have a lot of highlights and notes in here um for a while I was writing the year in as uh as I highlighted things, because sometimes I would just, if I was having having problems, I'll just open my Bible and turn to a page and say, "God, give me, give me something good, give me the answer." Um, but I'll put that aside for a moment. Oh, I want to talk a little more about this. the The Living Bible is very modern English translation. Of the Bible uh, you could say it's written in American English uh, this Bible was given to me by uh, my, the church I grew up in Oak Ridge Presbyterian Church and it was every year they have uh, senior Sunday for the seniors in high school and they give them a Bible and the inscription in this one starting to fade with time I and mean, you can kind of see what I'm saying um but I've, I've kept this bible with me going on 30 years man over 25 years um i read the ins- inscription for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for evil. To give you a future and a hope. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Uh, and it says, Wishing you God's blessings Oak Ridge Presbyterian Church May 28th 1995 and that's really starting to fade so bad especially this this one corner of the cover that's uh pretty beat up I wish I, I wish I knew a way to preserve that uh inscription they wrote but I figured a good place to start my bible studies online here is uh the book of Psalms, because it's always, it's known as one of the most philosophical books ever written, uh, it's most, very, um, inspiring, it was written by, King David, who, uh, as they say, was a man after God's own heart, although David, unlike God, had had his faults, but, before I get into that, um, let's actually study the Bible, and the Bible has been translated many times over the years, um, and and I pray that people didn't put their own, well, I don't think God would let his word be tainted by human, humans, um, I think, you know, God would inspire these people to write his word so that everyone could understand it. And when you're picking out a Bible, you you need to consult um, a pastor. And I've actually, I have several pastors and godly people on my Facebook. And uh, tonight I put out uh, an In Search Of or a recommendation for a good study Bible, uh, which a study Bible is generally generally written by theologians, the- theological scholars, Bible scholars, and it-, it tells you what you know the the theological meaning of chapters and verses are what was going on in at the time that they were written, what the author was going through, uh, things of that nature that can help me help you. Uh, you know, and if you look through this channel, through the videos, you'll be able to find my testimony, um, how the Lord uh, saved my life literally, and then through the help of my grandmother who... Likes to talk a lot. God rest her soul. Uh, She's probably chewing his ear off in heaven right now. Um, uh, God, you know, made me born again. Because when she told me about the time I was a kid and almost died. And how they called the church instead of calling... My family and the funeral home to make arrangements for me to die. Uh, I, I found ho- new hope in life. And then, through the help of a friend who a lot of people, and myself included, sometimes made fun of in college, uh, then we became friends a few weeks later. Um, you know, I started going to church and Before that, I prayed a real specific prayer about what kind of church I'd like to attend. And God led me to that, uh, the the church. And it was a Pentecostal church, but it was was very Bible-based and so on. Um, And sometimes I think there's different churches out there for different people. But you just have to be careful because there are uh, charlatans, false teachers, and that out there. Um, Let's just say if the church you're going to tells you to pick up snakes and dance around, may not be the best church for you to go to. Uh, If they tell you to drink Kool-Aid, probably not the best church. Anyways, um, originally, you know, the Bible in the 400s BC, which BC stands for before Christ, the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, referred to in Judaism as Torah, were completed. These books were in the Hebrew language, which is the language of Jewish people, the Jewish people. In 2707 BC, the Greek translation of the Hebrew Bible was created in Egypt for Greek-speaking Jews outside Palestine. The New Testament. In 57 to 1507 A.D., the 27 books of the New Testament were added. There's a a version of the Bible called the Vulgate. Vulgate Bible, B-U-L-G-A-T-E. In uh, this is a little strange. I've never seen this numbering of years, but 3867 to 4192 AD, and AD stands for after death, meaning after the death of Christ, Uh, Christian scholar Jerome becomes the governor of a monastery in Bethlehem, and he translates the Bible into Latin from the Greek and Hebrew, Uh, This is referred to as the Vulgate Bible. Uh, Of course, you know, originally the Bible was written in Hebrew, then translated into Greek and Latin. The first English translation happened 1378 to 1388 A.D., an English theologian and reformer, John Wyclef, not to be confused with Wyclef John, the rapper from the 90s, uh, John Wyclef and Oxford Associates undertake the first translation of the Bible into English. First, The first complete English Bible from them appeared in manuscript in 1382 A.D., Uh, John Wycliffe was later deemed a heretic by the Catholic Church and killed. 1525 AD, English reformer William Tyndale translated the New Testament from the Greek text, copies of which were printed in Germany and smuggled into England. Tyndale's translation of the Old Testament from... The Hebrew text was only partly completed because he was publicly executed and burned at the stake by the Roman Empire. The King James Bot version, which is what most people are familiar with, 1611 A.D. James I of England commissioned revisionist of a revision of the Bible. The King James Version, as it was called, was complete in 1611 AD. It it is a continuation of the partly completed Tinsdale Version, which, by the way, Tinsdale is spelled T-Y-N-D-A-L-E, uh, So, this talks a little bit about the John Wycliffe and William Tinsdale and how the Roman Empire and the Roman Church was against them. Um, then there's something called the Douay or Douay remlish Bible. Not familiar with that. There's the New American Bible, which is a very modern, another very modern English translation of the Bible. Um, It's a translation from the King James Version into American English. So they took out all the these and thous and hithers and thithers, like come hither, like instead of saying come here in Old King's English they would say come hither instead of saying go there, they used to say go hit go thither. Um uh, so the American Standard or New American Bible was a, a much easier Bible for people speaking modern English to read, basically. Um And there's a lot of debate of uh you know what people uh, have put into the Bible uh, and you know how they've changed some of the the things in there. but you know God will tell you if trust me, God will let you know if somebody's a false teacher, if you put your faith in God not in man, not in the government, none of those things. God will lead you to the right Bible. He will lead you to the right church. And you're reading the Bible, not to read a book, but you're reading it as a way to worship God. You're reading it as a way to better yourself. I think it's the best self-help book out there, uh, if you're looking for that. So, I'm going to read this scripture and maybe just talk a little bit about it. Um, God, please help me relay your message, make my words clear, give me the words you want me to speak. In Christ's name I pray, amen. Thank you, Lord. Uh, This is from Psalm four, verse thirteen through. Or no, it's not verse thirteen. Need my eyes checked, and it's not from chapter four either. It's from chapter six, verse one through ten. Okay, now that I've gotten that much straight, um. I had noted in here, 2003, so that must be when I first, this this verse first struck me, uh, this chapter really, and then again it says, it applied to what I was going through again in 2005 and 2014, so let's read. No, Lord, don't punish me in the heat of your anger. Pity me, O Lord, for I am weak. Heal me, for my body is sick. I am upset and disturbed. My mind is filled with apprehension and with gloom. O, restore me soon. Come, O Lord, and make me well. In your kindness save me, for if I die, I cannot give you glory in praising you before my friends. I am worn out with pain, every night my pillow wet with tears. My eyes are growing old and dim with grief because of all my enemies. Go leave me now, you men of evil deeds for the lord has heard my weeping and my pleading he will answer all of my prayers all my enemies shall be suddenly dishonored terror-stricken and disgraced god will turn them back in shame so let's look at what our enemies are who our enemies are and What, who, what, when, where, why? I think in 2014, um, there was a lot of strife in my life. Um, I was having severe panic attacks and man, it feels crazy. It feels like that. That's like seven years ago now. Um, And I felt like there were a lot of people that were saying they were my friends, saying we're here to help you, but they were pushing their own agenda and their own politics, and some people were just outright against me. Uh, I had some very big decisions to make. I was running for a political office. And there was much anger uh, throughout the town that I lived in. Live in, actually, I still live here. Uh, And God had to get me through that. I can remember that year now. That this is this Bible verse refreshed my memory. I was having nights where I would go to bed with severe chest pains and i didn't know why and eventually it got so bad i had to go to the emergency room a few times and every time it would be like your 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 ekg is per, ekg your heartbeat in other words is perfect you're not even in the realm of what we would be worried about and it was all my mind overthinking and causing my inner brain to think there was, um, a a grizzly bear in the room and it was putting me into fight or flight mode. And I, I can remember praying the Lord's prayer over and over again, those nights I just didn't know what else to do, but turn to God and God got me through it. And he proved my enemies wrong, the people that were pretending to be my friends, pretending that they were looking out for me and giving me bad advice because of their own uh, prejudices and agendas. And so if you're going through strife like that, you can turn to God and God will lead you the right them into the right paths. Um, I go to, or pardon me, I, well, I was, I started going to, uh, counseling sessions and, uh, he didn't preach it, but after a while I picked up on the fact that my counselor was a Christian. um, I still go to a psychiatrist every three months, uh, mostly just for medical, and so he can, or not for medical, but for prescription updates, pardon me, and so he can, you know, look at me and make sure I'm, you know, not haggard or losing my mind, Uh, but he he too is a, a Christian, You know, he doesn't preach at me. We don't talk about the Bible, but I've picked up on things from what I say to him and way he responds and also, you know, seeing things in his office and so on and so forth. Um, So God will lead you down the right path. If you turn to him, your enemy could, first of all, all of our enemy is the devil Okay. Satan. Heaven is real. God is real. Satan is real as well. And I was listening to something like tonight by Billy Graham, an old, old video from, it was black and white. God does not tempt us. The devil tempts us. And we need to remember that, that that is our ultimate enemy. If, even if you're not saved, you're not a Christian The devil is your enemy. He's what's keeping you from following Christ, from going to church. He's what's keeping you addicted to drugs. He's what brings sickness into your life. I remember, and maybe you can find him on YouTube, um, and keep these names straight. John Osteen, J O H N O Steen, O S T E E N. Not Joel, John, his father. And Joel's okay too. Uh, a lot of people hate Joel, but uh his dad got God got me through a lot of things uh in my latter teen and early twenties through John Osteen's sermons, and he was a loud, shouting pastor. Uh, he used to jump up and down on, not really up and down on the stage, but jump up and down across the stage, shouting, there's a devil, there's a devil, there's a devil. And when I, I sit there sometimes and go, God, why are you doing this to me? In my mind, i flashback to John Osteen hopping up and down across the stage going, there's a devil, there's a devil, there's a devil. God didn't bring that sickness into your life. The devil did. God didn't make you cheat on your spouse. The devil did that. You turned to God for the answer to the problem. God is not the problem. God didn't make you poor. He didn't make you sad. He didn't give you, you know, a cold. God wants to heal you. So, you turn to God in your times of trouble. Don't blame God. Turn to God. And over here on this other page, I have written, man, it's gotten so much clearer. Now that I've started this. So I was really having trouble reading this with all my highlights and underlines and things. Uh, but now it's really clear to me. I have written down here in this one corner of the page. God help me. And I don't know where I heard. That, we've all said God help me. Uh, but I heard somewhere it may have been John Osteen or another television pastor. Um, in fact, I think I think it was somebody else, it was somebody my grandmother was into. But he said he said, Sometimes the best prayer you can pray is, God help me. And God knows your problem. And God knows how to help you even before you ask him. And God will come into your life if you invite him in. God will help you. Uh, There's a step-by-step process, and maybe I can get one of my pastor friends on here, but, you know, there's accepting Christ as your Savior. There's denouncing your sins, and then trying to move forward Pass those sins and stop doing them Stop sinning None of us will ever Ever be perfect The Bible says we all, we all Fall short of the grace of God But it's through Christ That we're saved And With that We turn to Christ We get to the kingdom of heaven Through the son We get to the father God through his son, Jesus Christ, you turn from your sins and God will help destroy that disease, that addiction, that person that's hurting you. And I can go on and on, but I'll I'll end it there. So that was Psalm chapter six, verses one through 10. If you want to look that up and read it for yourself. um, The King James Version of the Bible is really, really great. It was meant to be read aloud. And it's very poetic in its words. Um, The Living Bible that I just read from is good. Um, The American Standard Version or the New American Standard Version Uh, you know, I've heard good things about, and I'll get some Bible recommendations out there for you. For those of you that don't own a Bible yet, uh, sadly, man, and not because of the pandemic, but because of the changes in our society and in our lives, uh, the way that we live, it's getting kind of harder and harder to find a Christian bookstore, there used to be like one in every town. You know what, just stop, John. I'm just, I was getting ready to put my Bible back where I keep it. But there's a pile of paperwork there that's now toppling over. Because <laughs> I am not the world's greatest organizer. I use, I use the the pile form of organization. I have a pile of important, kind of important, not important and that's how I organize but anyways aside from that uh, yeah I'll get you guys some Bible recommendations if you don't already own one uh, Heavenly Father thank you for this night God thank you and I hope I help some people uh, I hope I help your people um, and I hope I help bring people to you through Christ in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. All right, guys, God bless you. You can find me on Parlor at The Real Big John. And I hope to see you again next Sunday night. Thank y'all so very, very, very much. And you know what? It's so late on Sunday night, it's almost Monday morning. But. I attended two church services today online because um, I'm lazy. I like to, I like to, I like to watch the even the local churches right now because of the pandemic. They've got really great online services, and the cool thing is, if you're like me, you daydream. So if I missed something the pastor was saying, I can just rewind it a little bit. Uh, which you can't really do in real church, but finding a good Bible-based church is the best because that's where you find fellowship with other Christians, and uh, I I like that. Especially two of the churches that I attend, uh, they have men's breakfasts, breakfasts, and you get like a you get a free or a cheap breakfast because it's always by donation, uh, and it's a good hearty meal with some good men, good conversation. You don't have to sit there and put up with, well, you know, I, I was blink, blank blinkety blankin and blinkin'-blunkin' with this girl last night. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I really don't want to hear that, um, thank you. You know, but we talk about sports, we talk about God, we talk about being better men and who doesn't want to be a better human being? You know, you're either growing or you're dying as a human being. And being around other godly men and godly women, if you're a lady listening to this, uh, you know, that's how you grow as a person. And, you know, we've got the greatest self help book. At, at my Bible's laying over here now on the nightstand. Uh, we've got the greatest self help book ever written because it was given to us by the person that created us and the universe. So that's it for tonight. 35 minutes of me talking is you're probably sick of me. So God bless y'all. Pray for each other. Pray for me. Thank you so much. Uh, it it's my first online Bible study. So Pat God on the back. Applaud God. Give God a whatever this is. Amen. God bless y'all. See you next time.